0: Huh? Hello and welcome, to Just a Family. This is giving
1: you something to talk about, or Just a Live TV as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, and creator and founder of not only Just a Live TV, but also the Women Supporting Women Can Network. Today, we're going to be talking about raising smarter kids. Uh, The struggle of raising kids today, how we can raise them smarter and with more strength, strength, courage, and of course, self-love because who doesn't want kids that are, you know, aware of who they are. Today's episode has been sponsored by A Phoenix Identity. If you see that your kids are struggling with their identity, their emotions and their life in general, go ahead and sign up for the wait list for my new program, Smarter Kids, right? Raising Smarter Kids, which is kind of technically the title of this thing, because why not? Um, check out the infographic about it. Uh, smarter is actually an acronym. So all of those links are in the description of this video and go and check out our guest speaker today, Janet Krebs. Her information is linked in this video. So you can go and check her out at any point in time. And Janet, why don't I hand it over for you to introduce yourself?
0: So fun. Hello, audience. Hello, everybody, wherever you are. My name is Janet Krebs and I'm actually, you know, What are we, you know, are we inspires? Are we coaches? You know, I'm a speaker. I am simply passionate about getting this message out now and for as long as I'm walking the face of the earth. So uh, I, you know, do we need a a title? No, Uh, I like to think of my program as, and you may not even know this, but slight pivot, Like raising independence was the name, but then I got to thinking, are we raising in dependence with a dash or are we raising independence? It's kind of all about the dash, right? Because if we are raising in dependence, you know, so therein lies the difference. And, you know, your viewers, parents, grandparents, like, what's the difference and why does it matter? It matters a ton. So well, that's where we're going with today's conversation. Absolutely. I
1: think a little bit of both, right? Independence and independence, right? Um, we want our children to be independent, but we also want to be independent, you know, for ourselves, right? So I, I, lo- I absolutely love that you said that. I think that, I see so many issues, even with my own kids, I've seen so many issues about the way that we're raising children, right? Our parents, like I know for my generation, it was, I went down the street, I went to the park, if I heard my mom whistle, it was come back home, right? It was freedom. We didn't have smartphones. We didn't have tracking devices. I track all my kids. They all know that mom wants to know where we are. I don't care where they are, but I want to know that they're safe, right? And so they give me the ability to track them through their phones, right? But at the same time, it's, you know, they have their own life and they're able to do things. We, we had more of that, right? We played on the street and we knew to come home when the street lights went out <laughs> or street lights went on, right? That's when you went home. That's when your street lights went on. And we're living in a completely different society, right? Where we had to learn things the hard way. We had to learn how to cope. We had to fend for ourselves and do all of these things we learned how to cope, we learned how to learn and grow, right? And you look at all the adults today, who are struggling with mental health, who are struggling with their identity, with their ability to be independent adults. And we're teaching that to our children now. Now you've got, you know, and, and no judgment to anybody watching, right? If you're one of these parents, then no problem, right? We are where we are we there's there's no shame guilt or blame being where you're at right this show is all about awareness right no matter where you're at you're not going to be shame and guilted but you know having awareness of where you're at and one of those is helicopter parents right we've become helicopter parents where you send your kids to the playground you have to be with them you have to make sure they don't fall and if they do fall then you coddle them I taught myself how to ride a bike because
0: she couldn't be bothered right and I had to pick myself back up Well, you know, I, and it's funny, I mean, historically, I, like, where, where does it begin, you know, which is also a great, you know, title for something, you know, where does it begin and parents may be like, well, what's the big deal, like, but this is where we are, you know, and I have this conversation with my clients, you know, well, but this is where we are, this is the technology age. You know, our kids are growing up differently and so as much I mean i'm gonna be 59 and like in a sneeze so trust me I get it, you know like wow way, way different upbringing here's a good reference when I was a little girl I used to climb in the ice cream truck and do the route with my driver all throughout the neighborhood, sell ice cream. And then he would drop me off and it was like a daily two hours. Like, would any mother in their right mind let their kid get into the ice cream truck today (laughs) with a male (laughs) driver? I mean, I think back on that, it was just like, it was no big deal. It was absolutely no big deal. But these are different times. And so I would encourage parents to sit back. I want people to be curious. Like, why does it matter? Well, it matters a lot because, and, and you know this, and like, what are we creating? Why did we have kids to begin with? And what is the result? So eventually they leave. So are we raising children? or are we raising adults? In my world, we are literally raising adults. We are raising the leaders of tomorrow. Yep. But is leadership an organic skill or is it learned? And what is our responsibility as parents to instill? And they don't. Have, I'm not talking about grooming CEOs. I'm just talking about kids that can stand up for themselves, find a voice which i think is part a large part our mental health challenge people who have lost their voice they don't know their place in the world so how are we what is our role in fostering that so yes i agree with you this is not a shame conversation because what you and i both know anybody who is a parent is the most well-intentioned person in the world And I am not sitting here nor would I ever challenge anybody's good intentions. Yep. But sometimes we just don't know, we bring so much baggage with us and we just don't know what the implications of what we're doing.
1: I, the very first episode we did on the show, I think we're at 109 now episodes. Thank you. The very first episode that we did was actually with my 19 year old son, soon to be 20. And we talked about him and the way that you know what kids actually need today, and I didn't teach him coping skills, and he struggled with anxiety and panic and um, it was just a, a very interesting situation I wasn't the perfect parent I did the best that I could with the knowledge that I had at that point. I think that's that's my life's motto for everything is I did the best that I could yeah. with the knowledge that I had right and what I love to do with the show is give people different knowledge different perspectives hey did you think about this not you have to do this but did you think about this or maybe see it in a different way that will actually help you so one of the things that I wanted to talk about is I I created Smarter Kids. And what it is, it it sounds bad, and it's not. And I did that on purpose. It sounds bad, but it's not. And what it is, is it is an acronym. So Smarter Kids are actually, what we're trying to build in them and what we're trying to teach them is security in their identity right because we want children who are going to be young adults and teens and and full-blown adults creating their own lives we want them secure in their identity in their beliefs right um the second one is maturity in their mindset knowing their mindset knowing how they have self-expression knowing what they think knowing how to express what they think and stand strong in their beliefs right um, accountability, obviously, for their actions because we want them to be accountable. What they say, what they do, have repercussions. Have, you know, you need to think before you speak, right? So and be accountable that yeah. hey, you know, maybe I didn't do that properly. How about I try again or do it in a different way, right? And holding that
0: accountability—that's um, oh, that's on the leadership skill. Yep. Yeah. yeah
1: responsibility for their lives right there is cause and effect to everything so if your life is going a certain way we can't blame our parents yes i was raised by a narcissistic mother you know and and i could absolutely sit here and go i blame her for everything and i don't because i made my own choices and yes she influenced some of them but i still made the choices
0: so i did the best she could
1: yeah and so responsibility, right? Responsibility for your, for your choices, for the way your life is going, because it is your life. Um, trust, trust in themselves. They need to have that trust. And with trust comes confidence. It comes courage. It comes, you know, the ability to make those choices for themselves. Trust that they have the power to go through everyday, you know, events. Um, emotional stability. Because who doesn't want emotional stability? Like the amount of adults today who are dealing with emotional instability and are struggling with coping skills, with you know all these things that are going on in their lives, and they don't know how to emotionally handle them. And then of yeah. course, ready. Their readiness, readiness to face the world. Because we want them to be ready, and that doesn't mean they're perfect. That doesn't mean they have to have it all figured out. But readiness to know. That they have the confidence, the courage, and the self-love within themselves to actually try.
0: And know that they will get right back up if things just don't go according to their expected plan. Mm -hmm. Like it's all going to be okay. Yep. And they don't learn this stuff at school.
1: And as parents today, and I know even for myself, with my oldest, I didn't teach him those things right yeah. I wanted to shelter him and I was dealing with my own stuff and so he missed out on those lessons until he figured them out for himself my son is amazing now like you said in your in your um in your bio your rock stars right I have my own rock stars and I'm so super proud of the progress they made and it's it's creating that
0: smarter kid well You know, one could argue that every, every human walking the face of the earth, but we're talking about kids. So let's just now we'll keep it narrow to kids. Every kid's got rock star in them. You know, I was a teacher for 20 years with two gifted children. Do you know that I didn't even know that they were gifted. And so my, I, my 20 year history, my entire classroom experience, I was a gifted, a gifted teacher. I didn't know any differently. I thought all kids were like my kids. And guess what happened on the way to the forum? They all rose to my bar, mm-hmm. right? So like I kept raising the bar and it didn't matter whether they were ES, it didn't matter where they came from. They all just really wanted to, to do it. So you raised, I raised the bar. I didn't know any better. So every kid has is a rock star. Every kid is gifted in one way, shape or form. Yep. It's our job to cultivate the gifts. Yep. And they're all differently
1: gifted, right? You, you said, are we born a leader or are we made a leader? I believe we're born leaders. You look at some kids and they, and we're, we're not all supposed to be leaders, right? We're all supposed to lead our own lives. We're all not supposed to be leaders in the in the sense that I'm talking about you see some kids when they're born and they are confident and they are powerful and even at two three years old they're standing up and you're like my goodness you would be a great lawyer right and they fight for their logic and they fight for you know what they believe to be true Then they encourage other people to right and then you have some kids who are like well yeah i see that and right and they're very logistical All kids have gifts, but that's what, that's one of the main reasons I started this program in the first place was because all kids are uniquely gifted. They each have, if we took, we're doing an episode, when is this episode? Hold on. So we are doing an episode, I believe it's next month, and I am so beyond excited for this episode. It is about um, changing schooling. I'm all for changing schooling and I have, I have off the wall thoughts. So I I won't go into the thoughts, but if you look at companies and there are some companies out there who will, instead of saying, I need this, this, and this, they will hire people based on their skills and go, Hey, I can use this. And they encourage people to focus on their skills, right? Yes. Build, Build your weaknesses, build everything that's going on. But if you focus on their individual skills and help them build those skills while building the stuff, maybe they're not the greatest at, right? How many parents in in our generation? So you said you're you're gonna be 59 right away. How soon is right away?
0: Is it this Uh, month? October.
1: Is it October? October. So I'm gonna be 39 this month. So that's why I was like, yeah. (laughs) Like We got, we got similar close enough generations right. Um, but when it comes to now we turn around and we don't focus on skills and you look at, I don't know how many generations for anybody watching or catching the replay please absolutely answer this question how many of you heard Well, you can't be an artist because you'll be starving. You have to be a doctor or a lawyer or a dentist or a teacher or whatever it is that your parents thought you needed to be, right? But all you wanted to do was be an artist. All you wanted to do was, you know, do something that mattered to you. How many of us experienced that where we wanted to do something that we absolutely loved, but we were discouraged to do?
0: Well, you could answer that for yourself when you were in quote unquote that. What do I want to be when I grow up? Mm-hmm. I'm not doing what I, I mean, teacher was the furthest thing. I mean, I, but now I was in corporate America for 10 years before I was a teacher. But I think when I was a little kid, I wanted to be a veterinarian. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. So, you know, what we think, I, and I think maybe what you are describing, what I'm hearing anyway is, We don't do enough values assessment for our kids so that they understand, you know, likes and dislikes when it comes to, you know, based on what it is that you organically just love to do or uh, levels of energy and things like that, like you would be best suited to do blank. Like if you hate science, you are not going to be, you know, a nutritionist. Yep. Even though you think that sounds cool, it's just really scientific. But, I, you know, and our guidance counselors, bless their hearts, overworked as well. I don't know that they're even making those bridges right now. So uh, now, luckily, our kids have Google University and resourceful kids are trying to figure all that out on their own. But gosh, sometimes that just takes so long. Yeah, just so long. I actually would like, you know, it's really funny that you even said that because I have a meeting later on this week with schools in my area to put these little snippets of content like you and I are discussing, but more strategic, right? More tactical. that's what I'll be doing.
1: Yeah. We as well. do?
0: And put it on their website, mm-hmm. even if it's just stinking free, I don't care. Just, yeah. just kind of swipe and deploy some tactics you know at home you know whether you know so you around communication like ask better questions you know I mean you and I may have had this conversation but one of my all-time favorites as a teacher and as a mom during homework or in class you know the hand you know Mrs. Krebs, Mrs. Krebs or at home mom mom you know we talked about the Stewie you know yeah. mom 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 it's like oh my gosh if you do that one more time be like what are you reading that you're not understanding whoa that one stops kids dead in their tracks to all of your listeners swipe and deploy that one because if they just wanted to be bailed out and given the answer they won't have a response when you say What is it that you're reading that you're not understanding? They completely, completely disempowered. I'm not trying to trick them. I'm just trying to make a point about asking really good questions so that we are more effective in what it is that we're trying to do.
1: And that one works really well when, I I don't think we realize just how, when, when our children are not feeling empowered and they're not feeling happy um and I've shared this story a hundred times my daughter came home one day and I saw her walking up to the house and she was pissed (laughs) she was absolutely livid and I was going out for a cigarette and I'm just like no I'm not engaging with her yet so I kind of like nodded and went outside for a cigarette came back in and she was livid with me and I'm like what is going on like why are you mad you could have said hi to me and I'm like "Mm -mm, let's back the train up right there, right there right So asking that question, right, can kind of stop them in their tracks when they want a fight. And so I knew she wanted a fight. And so I backed it up right away. And I said, okay, I said, I know you were angry before you even walked in the house. I saw your face. I know what's coming. I said, but I didn't cause you to be angry. You just walked in the door. I have not had time to piss you off yet in the, in the two minutes you've been home. I said, so your anger stems from something outside of this house I said I don't deserve to be to take the brunt of that anger I said so if you want to talk about what's bothering you and you want my help or you want to vent or whatever it is that you want to do I am absolutely here when you've calmed down enough that you're not taking that out on me
0: right yeah that's yeah beautiful
1: right? Emotional stability. You need to know and they need to know that it's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be feeling whatever it is that you're feeling as long as you're not taking it out on other people. If you need to, if you need to put yourself on a timeout, I'm 39 years old. I put myself on timeouts because I need them. If you need to go on a timeout to calm down and, and relax your emotions so that you can have a logical conversation to express yourself, absolutely do it.
0: Yeah. You know what? For your listeners, we can actually take that in a couple of different directions Mm -hmm. tactically, right? Because they're like, well, that's great. She's old enough to, you know, articulate or, you know, she's uh, how old was she? She's 13 now. Okay, so how old was she then? I guess it really doesn't matter. I mean, in the last year, I I even do that with my seven year old, too. Well, and you know what? I was just going to say, you could technically do that with a three-year-old and it just sounds different. It would sound like uh, my son, let's just say Benjamin. It was like, wow, you know, it must be really hard to be Benjamin right now. Do you need to just sit and calm down a minute? And then I'll be here to listen to the rest of what what, what you want to tell me. Right, so it really this what that example beautiful, but for all those parents are like, well, that's great for you. You have a daughter, and you have a close relationship, and you've you've already established communications. You know what? It starts little. We We, were always that way, but that I'm saying it's a learned it's a learned practice. So I just don't want anybody to walk away thinking, well, that's great for you, and or like you know, I have a special needs kid, so that's not going to work for me. Well, it does. Everybody wants to be heard. Yep. So it's even, kind of like it must be really hard to be you right now. And we could use that as moms. We could use that as moms. Yep. It's really hard to be mom right now. I just need to take five. Yep. Even for non-verbal, back.
1: right? And I, yeah. and I I stress this enough. Even nonverbal actions. If your child is throwing a fit or a temper tantrum or they're upset about just sit. Just sit down. Don't talk to them. Don't touch them. Just sit down. Center yourself because obviously we know when our kids are throwing a temper tantrum, our irritation level rises and we tend to get angry. They're angry and you're reacting to their emotion. That's all it is, is you're... Un unrealistic not unrealistically you are emotionally reacting to their emotion there's no logic behind it you instinctually react yeah. that's not healthy for them that's what they're doing so take a beat calm yourself down put on some music do do whatever and just sit with them you don't have to talk to them you don't have to touch them just sit with them
0: but see Now, uh, this is going to sound like I'm being judgmental, but this is where I think we have gone sideways a little bit. We're too darn busy. You know, we are technology driven as well. And so let's be reminded, beautiful segue, let's be reminded. We had these kids. They didn't ask to be born and it is our responsibility to take five and be present with them yep. if that's what they need we can't ever be too busy to be a parent because the repercussions down the road are way like the roi on that is just not worth it yep and i think that in large part is our that is our challenge at in this busy world to just be a little less on the hamster wheel and be and do our own present practice yep that's you know what I have so many
1: parents who tell me my kids come first my kids don't come first I come first I come first then my husband then my kids because the I'm from the day I'm born to the day I die it's me that's it that's right from the time I meet my husband until the time we die it's him and I you know potentially it's him and i but by this when i have my kids when they're 17 18 19 they're gonna move out they're gonna create their own lives i'm not the focal point right so i'm constantly first but there are times when that changes right and when they're when they need you that time changes that's when you put being a mom at the forefront right That's when you snap on that roll and you say, okay, my daughter came in here probably about an hour and a half ago, was prepping for the show and she's talking to me while I'm typing something out, I was doing the infographic and she's talking to me and I'm like, and she knows. And so I was getting frustrated and I turned to her and I said, you see that I'm busy. You know that when I'm doing stuff, it's, I need to finish it. If I get into the zone, you need to just leave me for a few minutes. You could leave me a note you could come back to me in 15 minutes you could you know check back in and and get your answer if it's time sensitive you could say mom I'm really sorry but I need this answer right now whatever that looks like but that communication right and and the mutual respect and then on the flip side of that being a parent and because we're talking about smarter kids right is we can't expect our kids to do what we're not willing to do
0: so when you said that i you know i was thinking you're just and for all listeners you just you're setting boundaries which she would hope that you have for her as well exactly so you are modeling that they're like unless like if you are bleeding and we have to go to the emergency room then I'm all there. And we have that trust that when you show me evidence that it's really important. Otherwise, this moment, this segment of time has to be mine, just as when you are doing whatever it is in your room, I respect your boundaries as well. So we model that for ourselves, unless of course it's an emergency. So if she comes and she's got a dangling finger, you know, it's time to just abort the show.
1: Yeah. Or she's so my my oldest daughter is a type one diabetic. So of course, if you're having a low and I've got to deal with that, absolutely. Right. We'll deal with that. It is, though, it's it's modeling that responsibility, the risk, the dual respect, the boundaries. I think as parents, one of the biggest things. And again, this is not a blame because we've all been there. We've all done that. But it's it's giving you a different perspective is we don't classify children as human beings until they're adults and they assert their their independence. We like, let's say I ask her to do something, right? I've just modeled that, Hey, when I'm in the middle of something, I need a little bit of time. If you need my help, say mom, as soon as you're done, can we talk? Right? Right. Not a problem with that. Now, if I go in there and I, and I go into her room or she's playing video games or whatever it is, you know, Hey, I need your help with something. If I turn around and she said, or if she turns around and goes, mom, can I have 15 minutes? I'm just in the middle of something. I can't turn around and go, no, you need to do it now. She's not my slave. She's not at my beck and call. Yes. She's my daughter. Yes. She has to be a part of this family and rules and regulations and all of that stuff. But I still need to give her the, the respect that I expect from her. So if she says, you know what, I'll do it in 15 minutes, I try my very hardest to give them the respect, right? There are times where I'm like, you are done lying in your bed. I asked you hours ago to do what I need you to do. Now you're going to get up and you're going to do it. Right. And, but you give them that, that freedom. Right. And if I have to get to that point where I'm like, "Mm -mm, now it's time for you to do it. Then I will walk her through the day and say, "I asked you hours ago to do this. You told me 15 minutes. You gave me that boundary, and I respected that boundary, right? And that's teaching them responsibility. That's teaching them accountability.
0: You accountability. gave me that. I was gonna say,
1: yep. Accountability. That's why nice. the smarter, right? You gave me that time frame. I'm holding you accountable to that time frame." And you still didn't do it. So
0: responsibility and accountability. All okay. right. I have a question. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. How long are we going to get to talk? An hour. We have about half an hour left. Okay. okay. I don't know. I'm watching because <laughs> we could we could come up and we don't have to segue now, but I would love an, an opportunity for you to ask the audience. <clears throat> Because you and I both know, and I think the listeners and when you are having a conversation, whether it's over lunch or at an event or at a party or whatever, or with a friend about the woes of what they're dealing with, this is like the universal sublanguage. Everybody that is a parent can talk about this. And even those that aren't parents, no kids, whether they're aunts or whatever it is, everyone has something to do with kids at some point. How do we, what is the easiest, most effective way to have these conversations where parents don't go, we yeah, nope, no, that's not me. Nope, no, bitch, you're not going to tell me what to do, because I got this dialed in, right? Because it sounds like, like you and I are so passionate about this, whether it's today, whether they're three or 13 or 23, or 33, I, I got a 30 year old, but it's why? Why do parents get so defensive? Why is this the one area where parents shut down and go? "Yep, yeah, no, I, like I, I got this. And it's yet crazy. they know. OK, thank you. And then, yep. like, maybe your listeners and maybe you already know the answer based on your listeners and I'm new to the party. So, OK, so all of your community like I'm in, but I really want to know, like we we need I, I want to know the solution to this.
1: So the reason why, and it's not just parenting, it's relationships, it's parenting, it's life, it's business. It's all of it. Right. Unless... But people,
0: people will seek out romantic relationship help all day long, how to be a better lover, how to have better sex, how to woo your guy, how to make him think about you all day long. The text conversation that you but can those, have.
1: That's different though.
0: Right. That's different. If you
1: That's asking for different knowledge, right? As parents, so as parents, let's just stick to to parenting. I'll I'll stick to parenting for this one. So as parents, we have, we've been raised by our own parents. I'm going to segue for a second and you'll get, you'll get the explanation in a minute. So I created what I call the seven mindset pillars. Okay. And they're the seven most important Areas of our life, and if you think of like the um Mount Olympus, I I think we've all seen pictures of Mount Olympus at one point, right? And it's these big, ginormous pillars holding up this building, right? So, I that's what I picture as the pillars. And as we're kids and as we're growing up, we're creating beliefs in these seven pillars, we're creating our entire belief system in each of these pillars. So, you've got yourself your romantic relationships, your spirituality, your family, your friends, all of that, right? Your career, finances, that kind of thing. Well, we're raised a certain way. And as we're raised a certain way, we're taught how to be parents. We're taught how we want to be as parents or how we don't want to be as parents by our our parents' examples. And so we create this idea of of what what it means to be a parent for us. And that's how we parent. Now, is it wrong? Is it right? Either one, right? It's never wrong or never right because your beliefs. We don't are know wrong. until we do it <laughs> exactly. But what ends up happening is when somebody, anybody, gives you a perspective that is not the same as yours. Automatically, it triggers two responses. The first response is that's the emotional but the the first response because a reaction is emotional response is logical okay so our logical response the first one is that you're wrong because the person giving the opinion or the belief is making you question your own So automatically we clap back and that's the reaction. Automatically we clap back and go, bitch, no, like I'm not having any of that because it's making Mm -hmm. us question ourselves, Okay. right? And that's the standoffish. The second part of that is we've been taught as a society that if people don't think the same way, you have to fight with them until they agree with you. And that's the second response is then it becomes a fight no I do this and it works fine for my kids and it's all good. Have you asked your kids. Right, my biggest parenting tip and i'm going to i'm going ha- to throw this out there, my number one parenting tip to everybody is to understand acknowledge and remember that your child is an individual human being and will not be your child forever they have their own beliefs they have their own opinions they have their own emotions they have their own self-expression if they don't want to play the piano don't force them to play the fucking piano they are people and like i said before we don't identify them as people until they assert their dominance or their independence we should be giving them
0: that their whole life It's our responsibility to remain curious, to find out all of that beautiful list that you just ran through their values, their interests, their beliefs, all of that's our job. That's you just nailed. That's our job. And I, I mean, I, I do the same thing with my clients. Be a really curious listener. Well, it's like having clients. Yeah. Ask great questions and be really, and remain curious and open to their answers and then respond. Or don't, it might not require any response at all, but you have to learn with every pass what these little humans are trying to, like they will tell you anything and everything if you just stop and listen. Yep. Tell you Um, everything they need. You look at us, we're coaches, right? Most of, half of our
1: audience are coaches what is the one thing you're taught as a coach to identify your ideal client, the avatar? What are their likes? What are their dislikes? What are their interests? And we make it a point as coaches, as entrepreneurs to find out our clients, even if you're a brick and mortar, right? Even if you work in the corporate business, you have to know your clientele. Your child is basically your clientele. You have to know what they like, what they dislike, how to encourage them, how to talk to them, how to help them express themselves clearly and emotionally so that they're happy and healthy. When we try to, if you've ever worked with a business coach who tries to push their beliefs on you, you know that it's cringy, you know that it's gross and it makes you feel like shit. Okay, that's what we do as parents is unfortunately we try to push all of our beliefs onto our children instead of letting
0: them figure out their own You know, it's funny that you even say that because there was an iteration of a program that i was designing and i even was toying with language that it was like become your child's coach you know or like teaching adults or teaching parents how to be the coaches for their kids and i was like That's going to fall flat because nobody, unless you're a coach, (laughs) understands what that really means. But you are, I agree with you, 500%. That's really what we're doing. Yep, And that's our job.
1: It's our job to coach them. It's our, you know, you think of any, any real good, great coach is going to teach you tools and techniques. Absolutely. We're going to tell you, hey, have you thought of it this way? Or have you tried this? Or this is what I do not to say hey you have to do it this way or you have to follow my plan or you have to follow this it's who are you what do you like how can we make your dreams come true the best way for you that's what we're doing for our kids that's that you're i agree with the way you worded it that's our job that is our job as parents to birth whether male or female i don't care birth or and raise healthy, happy, individual human beings who are going to go on and be the next generation of our society. And I'm sorry but if you look and, and please correct me if you disagree or not even correct me but let me know if you disagree because I, I agree to disagree.
0: But yes, let me know if you guys he, yeah. you can write and say she's full of bullshit. <laughs> our society is imploding. We
1: are on a crash course of imploding this entire generation because we don't see other people's opinions. We don't acknowledge and unconditionally love those around us. We're so caught up in our own opinions and beliefs that we can't see how to have happy, healthy communication, how to not be bullies. And, you know, when you, if you have a kid that's a bully, and my kid was a bully at one point, when you have a kid that's a bully, there's something going on with them. Right? If your kids are acting out, there's something going on with them. It's not, you know, I asked my husband at one point, because my, my daughter, uh, my son had his issues, my daughter has her issues, they all do, right? Sure. Um, and I asked my husband once, I'm like, I explained it to my husband once, and I'm like, it's not like she's, you know, when your kids, they don't listen, and they constantly go against your rules and your regulations and all of this, right, and I'm a pretty decently giving parent. But every time they don't listen, and every time it's like a smack in the face, it's like your kid is like smacking you in the face constantly, right, but that's not what it is, they're asserting their themselves, they're trying to be their own individual if you treated your children or sorry i'm going to apologize i'm going to reword that if you were treated by your best friend by your coworkers by your employers if you were treated by them the way that you speak and treat your own children how would you react i'd probably punch people i i i you know i grew up i live in Mani, winnipeg manitoba canada and we are friendly manitoba But as soon as you piss us off, we're going to throat punch you. That's just the, that's, that's the mentality I grew up in in this city is that we are friendly until you piss us off, then we throat punch you. Right. So (laughs) figuratively, sometimes literally, depending on the person that you encounter. Um, but at the same time, my kids, right. Is if somebody talked to me the way that I used to talk to my kids, I'd be like, F you, you can leave now. Like, no right? They're individuals. They're not our property. They're not our our little cakes to mold. They're, They're human beings.
0: And I hope everybody buys into that because I think my kid, I mean, clearly I'm 20 years your senior. So I've got older kids and older friends. And interestingly, I don't know whether you have this yet, but, and maybe some of your viewers know somebody. And again, this isn't a judgment, even though it's going to sound like that, but it's kind of like, there's a point to this. When we don't foster our kids figuring out self sense of self, what that turns into as an adult is an adult version of not having a sense of self. And so when we foster that as a young age, that means we don't live vicariously through our children. We allow them to just be them while we maintain ourselves, which is piggybacking on your comment about you first, you and your husband second, and then kids. Like that's really the mindset that's so healthy. And that's like, don't take that as a like, like you're still doing the right thing. You're just giving the best of yourself by making deposits in yourself first. And then we're also teaching that to our kids because if we don't do that, then we are contributing to, I mean, to 50 year olds, 60 year olds that that still don't know what they wanna be when they grow up, that are, you know, floundering, in the world of, or, and their kids are leaving the nest and they're looking in the mirror going, who the hell are you? And they look at the person that they're maybe still living with and going, who the hell are you? And do I even like you? Because their kids became the absolute 400% focus. We did everything for you. And now you're leaving. Who am I? Yep. So that's called a so life many and, and and we are, yeah, we're just going, I mean, we're going off on a couple of different tangents. So if we bring it back, when we cultivate strong wings, smart kids with your acronym, strong kids, whatever you want, independent kids, if whoever's whoever's jargon you want to adopt. Hopefully all of them, because not one is correct, then really what we are doing is creating fantastic, viable, contributing humans that have strong mind, strong soul, strong character, all of those things, and then we will do our part of reducing this mental health crisis. I think, in large part, that's where it's coming from. We we don't teach kids how to do that for themselves. Yep. yep. So you just uh, and I love that you expressed
1: all that because I'm just sitting here all giddy, right? So I'm an identity coach. That's my number I one business.
0: Right. So yeah.
1: So I'm an identity coach, and I do individual coaching, relationship coaching, as well as family and group coaching in that sphere as an identity coach. Right. And I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you and I'm like, this is exactly why I do what I do. So my smarter kids is not just smarter kids today. It's smarter kids, but it's smarter everybody because it's, it's, I love how you explained it because the people that I work with, excuse me, the individuals that I work with, the adults, particularly, they're not smarter yet. Right? So I'm dealing it, I'm, I'm helping them or assisting them or empowering them to find their identity, to get secure in their identity. And I'm going through the smarter process with them, right? Because they're adults who have no idea who they are, no idea what they want. They are images of their parents. They are people pleasing and putting their kids 400% first and not realizing that they've got a roommate that they occasionally have fun with who they don't know who that person is anymore, right? Because the kids have been the focus, the career has been the focus, right? Individuals who retire and have no idea what to do with themselves because their career has been their focus, right? It's the smarter acronym for adults and kids alike. I just detailed it for the kids today. But if we think about the amount of amount of individuals I work with on the daily who are going through the smarter method and the like, why wouldn't you want to learn that for kids. Right, why wouldn't you want if you're struggling in that smarter sphere now. Right, why wouldn't you want your kids not to have to deal with that right. And like you said, teach them early. Absolutely teach them early that they have, that they're individuals. That's the security in their identity, right? The maturity to know who they are and what they want and what they don't want. You know, their mindset. The,
0: you know, accountability of, hey, you know, (laughs) you're going to scream. You're not going to get the ice cream. I I have a question for you. How many times in your work and and i'm cognizant there's an audience out there but i promise this will resonate with you as well how many times have you worked with a family allegedly with their kid issues and then you realize that mom and dad are actually not only at the crux of the issue with the kids but when you're watching their like in the zoom call I, you know, i'm assuming some of it is you know uh, virtual they're looking at each other the entire time but you are watching them interact with each other you're like oh boy there <laughs> we've got some work to do with this relationship because mom and dad's got some stuff to work through too so it's all integrated and i think that would be the most beautiful uh take one of the b- most beautiful takeaways would be to remain curious about it's it's not just one thing it's it's an integration of all of it and we can't focus you know you've got a beautiful method and i and i've got some you know highlights and some strategies as well but you and i both know you get into work with people you are deep in their weeds and the more you walk in those weeds you realize you got lots of integrations which actually you know what that goes back to your pillars right yep like all the pillars that are holding up that sphere of reality. My clients so told we, me to connect the dots. Right. Yeah, right. that's so funny. My girlfriend just said that to me yesterday. She just said she's like, you're like the great you just connect the dots so organically and easily people must just love working for you because you just see it from a complete bird's eye view. It makes so yeah. much sense it's so much easier that's your super that's our
1: superpower yeah absolutely 100 i i love that it's because it is right i see it from an outside unbiased perspective even my own family i have the capability to take away my emotional beliefs and go what do you need not what i want what do you need right and i think and and for anybody watching or catching the replay 99% of family issues or a lack of communication or a lack of, you know, just centered and easement in in families comes down to not feeling heard, not feeling in control and not feeling respected. And that goes for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know how many times I've had father and daughter saying the exact same thing different way and neither one of them realizing that they're both right and if they would just get their emotions under control they would hear that they're agreeing
0: so how do people what is the conversation that families have with themselves to recognize that they could afford to just have maybe a little bit of help and for for anybody like coach, like as a coach, we don't want to get married. We just want to kind of give you some tools and then set you free. And if you want to dip back on occasion, just to, to check in, that's cool. But as a coach, we don't want to be, you know, we don't want to get married. We just want things to improve for you. So what is the conversation that families have when they would say to themselves, their partner, uh, whatever, like, I think we need a little help in this regard. How do we remove the stigma?
1: Most of the time it gets to a point where I can't do this anymore. And it usually ends in divorce because most of the time, one of the parents can't handle it anymore. And the arguments with the kids and it's just, it becomes so stressful and so toxic that the, the thought of leaving is, is usually the culmination of people actually getting help. And even then they don't get help. Um, so I would suggest is asking yourself if this, how you want your family to function, right? Ask everybody if they feel respected. If you ask yourself, it, or even just sit down as a family and everybody goes around that and you need to learn. And this goes for everybody in that family. You need to learn and be the example of how to control your emotions because your emotions are what's going to get you in trouble control your emotions and actually listen i have a pdf um, that anybody can download i'll put it on my website it is the seven most destroying relationship issues and it's not listening making it about yourself there's a whole list of them if those things are happening in your family you need to work on those absolutely and utterly you need to work on those i'm going to be making that a, a do it yourself course so that might help as well futuristically but for right now ask yourselves if you feel like you're being heard if you feel like you're being respected and if you feel like you're being that you're in control of your own life
0: yeah it's like it's it's kind of like i i mean i don't i i'm just i'm just one human with a lot of passion. But boy, if I was, if I had the makings of being a movement maker, (laughs) like that's what it really is. It's just kind of a a shift, you know, in awareness, we've got all these tools. Everybody would say, oh, yeah, we've got all these tools. And yet we're just like, and we're still, I'm not, I'm going to say failing. And I don't mean that in the, but we're failing our, our kids. We're not motivated. I just, it, it makes me so sad do you know
1: what the movement maker is is the amount of suicides and the amount of mass shootings that are going on by children who don't have the proper mental health and that and I'm not blaming the parents there's no blame regime but the amount of kids that go through life with a fear of expression a fear of their own identity a lack of their own identity a lack of coping skills that's what comes down to those issues is those kids don't know who they are they don't know how to cope with how they feel and they emotionally react to everything whether they're planning it out or not that's an emotional reaction that they're doing because that is the only option they feel they have
0: we have to this has to stop we need to do better this has to stop. We yep. cannot be so crisis reactive where we're playing whack a mole after every emergent event. It just is all wrong. Yep. Makes me so sad. But I'm going to be a part of the solution and yep. not the problem. Exactly. Just like you are. Exactly. Just
1: like you are. Um, as parents, just again, ask yourself what you would want. What do you want? What do you need to feel to feel healthy? Do you need communication? Do you need respect? Do you need, you know, remember what it was like for you growing up. Our kids need open communication. They need safety. They need non-judgmental, a safe space to come. My kids can ask me anything without any judgment. I might laugh. I might giggle. I might get frustrated, but they know that it's not going to change that I love them it's not going to change my ability to help them or counsel them through whatever it is that they're going through because that's that's my job as a parent to be there for them
0: not do for them be there for them thank you that was like so beautifully said and i didn't mean to jump on your oh, conversation i could not let that pass by because you just that was like a beautiful marriage of phraseology it was just like yeah we have to stop doing for them and just be there for them.
1: Yeah. They know if mom has to do it for them. Mom's usually super pissed. Don't ask me for anything for like a couple of days. Not literally, but um, yeah. Like if you're not going to do your chores and I end up having to do them because now it's affecting me, you need to, yeah, you're, why are you doing that? Like my oldest daughter is in charge of the dishes. And if I have to do the dishes for
0: dinner, it's like, but- but even but even like calling school or, you know, calling a credit card company or a job. I mean, anything like don't ask me like that's you. Mm-hmm. It's OK if you don't get it right the first time. But, you know, make those calls you're, like you're like you're you're good. You've got really. great, you got great communication skills. You can call and see if the store is open. I don't need to do that. Yeah. You know, you can find the answer. So, yeah, it's like ordering stop. at
1: a restaurant. I don't know how many times my kids will be like, what do you want? They'll tell me. And I say, no, you tell them. I'm not, I'm not speaking for you, right? You need to, you need to tell them. And it's just building their, the confidence enough. Speaking of my daughter's just walking down the street, apparently. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even hear her leave. Uh, my husband's home and I knew she was going out. So that's fine. Um, but yeah, just the accountability, the confidence, the courage. It, when kids are sure of who they are and as an adult and this is another big nugget as an adult you think about your own life and how you handle your own life kids have it worse we always say oh figure it out or you'll be okay or it's so easy being a kid it's not that's when you learn who you are that's where every argument mom and dad have is on you because you internalize everything this is when they need the most help and when they're going to school eight to four or eight to three thirty and they're only learning oh and don't get me started on schools i I love the (laughs) education system but could you imagine if we changed the education system so that it stopped at grade six right and if they wanted to take further like if, if you had a kid that wanted to be a scientist send them to science after right get them into part-time schooling where they can, you know, when they're 12, 13, 14, and they can start going to work, they need to learn those experiences, right? And you get bullying the worst in grades 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12. That's when bullying really becomes the thing, right? That's when, you know, and like I said, there's, I have so many thoughts on schooling, it's not even funny, but we need to be teaching kids financials. We need to be teaching them responsibility, accountability,
0: all of these things, and they're not being taught, and that falls on us. Yep, Agreed. All right.
1: Is there anything you'd like to add before we get going now that we're at the three o'clock
0: mark? I know, I was, I was watching the cl- I was like, oh, we could go on forever. Oh, yeah, we really? could be solving all the problems of the world. Uh, I Again, I would just, I will be so anxious to hear from listeners live or recorded just, you know, just to hear impressions, reactions. You and I are two people that clearly have a lot of passion and experience in all of this and, you know, the credentials to back it up and all of that, but... As you know, and you said your audience is mostly coaches, we learn so much from what everybody shares with us. So the more people contribute to, you know, what are, what are you dealing with? What do you want to know more about that gets us out of our echo chamber? And we can be more responsive in our teachings to what actually is, is really happening you know, I just share my kids are 26 and and 30. So I don't, you know, I'm, you know, I have to work very intentionally with my clients and my teacher friends to figure out what's going on in the world today. So I guess the biggest takeaway is don't be afraid to share because everybody has their, their, everyone's got their shit, right? Just own your shit and ask people about it because that's the way we can, like, get out of your own head. Let us all lean into each other. Let us be our own example for our kids and ask for help. Find the help. Be resourceful. Ask questions. Remain curious. Listen. Learn. Okay, I'm done. Soapbox over. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Well,
1: thank you for joining oh, me the today. Light. I am yeah, Yeah. You and I, you and I could have quite the conversations on many different topics because yes, highly passionate, but also extremely knowledgeable, right? I've, I've been through my fair share with my kids. I have four that range from seven to 20. So yeah, it's, it's been interesting. Right. And I, I remember what it was like being a kid for me. It wasn't easy. Right. We go through so much. We have so many stresses, so many life changes, just Give yourself grace as a parent, but also give your kids some grace. They're struggling regardless of how great of a parent you are. They're still struggling because they're not you. Um, and, and remember that they are individuals. They're not our little property or our little molds or little. Know, and
0: it's funny because a word that I never use, you know, like I'm, I'm just anything, right? It's just such a disqualifier but it really works when you say to your kids i'm just a mom because they see you as some you know some bigger when in reality you're just a mom or you're just a dad be human to them let them know that you also are authentic and you make mistakes and you're learning along with them and you don't expect to be perfect and so that's probably the only time that i think it's acceptable to use the word just as a great like mom you did like I'm just a mom doing the best I can just as I expect you to do just a mom Yeah, I'd even go I'm just Melissa
1: just like you're just Bella you just <laughs> figure it out right we we make mistakes I cry in front of my kids I get angry in front of my kids I fuck up in front of my kids it's they need to learn and if they're not going to learn they they learn by example if you show them an example i know people who won't cry in front of their kids and i'm like why like they need to know it's okay it's okay to have emotion it's okay to to be whatever it is that you are and i i yeah i'm i could go on forever but
0: we need to take the stage
1: yeah i think we do
0: yeah
1: (laughs) i'm no doubt on that
0: that audience would be on fire
1: yeah we should talk about that sometime
0: come up with yeah for
1: sure I um I was thinking about it I yeah anyway we'll get into that another time but all right just a family thank
0: you to everybody for for viewing from wherever you are live you know replay or whatever just just own your shit and do the very best you can and know that we all get it We're all on the same side. We all get it. So God bless everybody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you again for joining me. If anybody wants to connect with either Janet or myself, you can do so. Our links are in the description of this video. Check out a Phoenix identity. There's the infographic for the smarter kids. There is also a wait list that you can sign up for for the smarter method program for kids um, and get into that uh like follow and share the show join our newsletter at just you can check out all of our episodes we have 100 plus episodes on the website for you to go and listen and or watch and yeah get involved we're always looking for guest speakers guest bloggers um and if you want a topic featured on the show let us know we're always looking for featured topics that's why the show is called giving you something to talk about so join us and uh yeah lots of love i'm melissa Kretschler, i'm your host janet thank you again thank you all right just a family see you all on the next episode bye